Babe, I know it's not the right time, but I was wondering. I'm, I'm begging you. What? When we go out here, can you make it look like I won? Microphone check one two. What is this? Microphone check one two. What is this? You're listening to it's a man thing, and I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe. This is episode sixteen, and for episode sixteen, we're going to be talking about. I'm going to be talking about black queens, black women, and black bitches, and the difference between between them all. The purpose for this episode is, you know, we're approaching the final week of, of Black History Month, and so much has has happened in this month in the media okay for for those who are not you know into social media and who don't follow the news then you but you celebrate black christy month it may have been very positive for you for those who partake in that there are things that that have been publicized that were not necessarily positive for for black folks of course we we experienced the, the loss of Kobe Bryant um, and towards the end of, of, of January and it, it was a, a hot topic throughout the month of February as I'm recording this his his memorial is in the process of taking place and so it's it's been very tough for for black folks who, who follow sports okay and the thing think about um, Black History Month is, because I know some people will say, well, Black History Month is about, uh, you know, historical figures that they only equate it to Dr. King and, and Malcolm X and Harry Tubman and, and Matt Gavers. And that's that's if the images, if the photo is not a black and white photo, so then, then it's not black history. Well, it's more than that. OK, it's, it's more than that. You know, history is, is made every day. And there, there are things that, that people do that, that push black folks forward, okay? And then there are things that people do that can push us backwards. And you're always, we're always fighting that, you know, you're always fighting to, to, to make progress in this world, okay? A positive is Gail King being a journalist, a news anchor, for CBS this morning that's a positive you know it's good for those who watch CBS this morning to see there's a black woman presenting the news you know I myself I enjoy waking up and watching uh, Fox 5 I love seeing Lori Stokes um, presenting the news in the morning you know others may like seeing Robin Roberts on ABC those are all positives you know seeing black women present the news in the morning Okay, as someone who's who studied news, who studied journalism, I think it's great. Um, I like seeing Lester Holt on television uh, delivering the evening news. I think that that's a positive. But for so long, there's been stories that weren't favorable to to black folks. You know. And I think there's a responsibility for for news anchors to, you know, consider that when presenting the news. With all that being said, you know, like I said, the, the topic of this show is black queens, black women, and black bitches. And the reason is, the person, one of the people that I mentioned, Gail King, 
was referred to as a bitch by Snoop Dogg because of her questioning during an interview with Lisa Leslie, a friend of the late Kobe Bryant. It feels very odd saying the late Kobe Bryant because he was so young, but the late Kobe Bryant. And that um, question, which was pertaining to a um, sexual assault case he had back in over a decade ago when he was uh, out in Denver for, for a game, it, it that question seemed to be it, it was presented at the wrong time and it, 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 it just comes off as tasteless as someone who's who's studied journalism I know it's good to to ask questions and of course ask follow-up questions you know just to get as much as you can out of the interviewee that's true but as a black journalists I also know that we're not presented always in the best light in the news and while it is taught to be objective and unbiased as a journalist we do know that that's not always the case in journalism as such in any field any professional field what's taught is not always practice okay for instance as i'm recording harvey weinstein has been found guilty um on in in his sexual uh assault case but he's also been found not guilty on three of the uh larger charges three of the major charges he's been found not guilty while it's presented that he's been found guilty, you can't get your hopes up because you know it's presented as if he's going, he's he's guilty. But there's the the most important charges he's been found not guilty. You have to be aware of that. You know the, the news uh, media can be very very tricky. Okay, being found not guilty on two of the five charges is not necessarily a victory. You know you got to see what happens uh, when when it when it goes to court. I mean, excuse me, when, when sentencing happens, okay, will he be treated the same way as Bill Cosby? Or will he get a slap on the wrist? You know, that that needs to be understood because you're dealing with uh, um, race plays, plays a role in it. You know, sometimes black folks, we get the, the, the harshest sentence and then white folks, they get a slap on the wrist. So... When, you, when you're in a position where you can dictate news or control the narrative, as they say, you got to be conscious of who you are and who you're representing and who's watching you. If you're not, then you may offend people who like you very much. You may disappoint them. Okay. Now, with the whole um, Kobe Bryant um, story, like I said, if the question presented by Gail was, it was insensitive. And Snoop Dogg reacted to it as, as he did. 
And then it was it created a whole firestorm. It was a big distraction for a while, and it created a divide between black men and black women. A lot of people were taking sides. Who was right and who was wrong? Snoop Dogg would, would, would go on to apologize to Gail, and his apology was accepted. I think that's that's fine. It's it's, it's okay. You know, we always um, race aside and this disagreement aside. The woman is always right. You always it 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 makes sense for Snoop to to apologize to a woman to, you know, even though, you know, you can still say that she was wrong, but he was the bigger person and he apologized. But then he he goes on to. Um, Red Table Talk, which is a show hosted by Jada Pickett, and it seems that he's even being pushed down even further because the clip that was that was presented again, a clip just much like the Gail King, um, sorry, a clip was presented which is not favorable to um, Snoop, and just like the clip presented was not favorable to 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 Kobe Bryant gotta be conscious of that that oftentimes the stories that the way it's shown it puts us it puts black men in in a bad position and the clip that was presented uh you, you see jada pickett smith taking control of that incident and feeling that that it was uh, she was targeted as well forgetting that the line of question had to deal with someone who was deceased But that's just it was just a clip we'll see what what happens afterwards when when the entire interview is presented but that, that clip shows you that oftentimes there are people who look like us but they are not for us you may like them but they're not for you you're listening to it's a man thing i'm jeff my friends call me hefe it's the final week of, of black history month and as I said uh, in the beginning, it, it's been for those who who, who follow um, news, who follow um, social media, um, it, it's it's been a bit up and down, you know, f- concerning uh, black life. It's been a bit all over the place. But there's there's always uh, there's there's a select group of people who who push the the narrative of you know black women are queens. And it's done because we want to uplift our women. Because for so long, um, black women weren't presented in a positive light. In the media and within the black community, there's always that, you know, black women are not, if, if the black woman is not um, a mother, she's not respected. Okay, that's, 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 you know, one of the things that, that exists within the black community. And a movement uh, came into play where we uplift our black women and we refer to them as queens. And, and black men are kings and we're not niggers, we're kings. And black women are not bitches, they're queens. It's pushed to, to change that, that, that um, story, that, 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 that identity that was placed on us. And it's beautiful, it's good to do that it's good but it's not always true and it doesn't apply to every woman there are black women 
who do not have the need to, to, to be uplifted because they've never been degraded. They've never put themselves in a position where they would be referred to as a bitch or a hoe. They don't follow the music that presents that, that lifestyle. They're unfamiliar with it. It doesn't, it doesn't um, tickle their fancy, as they would say. They're, they're educated, they're professional, they, they're not a part of that. So they're just black women. But And then there are women who love that. Who find no issue with being referred to as a bitch. They, they are a part of that community. They are part of that lifestyle. They are part of rap culture and they love it. They get what they can, and they—that's—that's that's their that's their belief system. That's their way of thinking. If they if they call a bitch, if they call a hoe, they have no issue with it. That's the truth. That people have to have to understand and, and accept that there are women, there are women of color, black women, who have no issue with that. It's not because they're uneducated or unenlightened. It's just you know that's what they've accepted and don't want anything else. It's the truth. Now the question is, where does Gail King fall into that? Where does she fall into that? Because Snoop Dogg referred to her as a bitch. He said, should I say it? He called her a bitch. And in, in the comment section, I, I was having a... I was responding to, to, to some of the um, stories and was, uh, someone said to me, a 65-year-old woman should not be called a bitch. And I said, but what if she is one? What if she is? What if she is? Let's get this clear. You know, just like we say all black people don't look alike, all black men don't look alike, all black women don't look alike, not all black women are queens. Some black women are bitches. You can't say all our black women are queens. Some of them are vindictive. Some of them are not in favor of black men. Some of them are not in favor of black people. Some of them don't even hang around black people. Some of them care about their life and they have their own agenda. That's the truth. There's no lie there. We can't quickly accept someone that that does not have that same uh, respect for us. There are black women who are vindictive and evil and treacherous. Not saying that's what Gail King is, but what if? What if she is? What if her presentation has nothing to do with black folks? It's She's presenting herself to her audience, you know, which is most likely very similar to, to Oprah's audience, meaning the people, not the people that, that like her, but the people that are willing to spend money to make her rich. But because we, got, we have to understand this. You can like someone and not buy their product. You can like someone and not watch their show. 
you can like someone and not be the target audience. When those advertisements are, are, are being played and, and showed after a new show or a certain program, is it targeted to you? If you're not following Gail King's show, if you don't watch her show in the morning, if you don't um, buy uh, Oprah's product or watch her channel, watch the television shows, you're probably not her target audience. You're not making her money. She likely doesn't care about you. And in that case, she may take up projects or present information that counters black folks, black men. Because you, there is no rapport. There's no relationship there. There's nothing beneficial to both sides. You're listening to It's a Man Thing. And I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe. It's not always the case that just because someone is, is black that they're in favor of you. It's not, not all black women are queens. While the issue with, with Gail and Snoop has been resolved, it does bring light to a bigger question. There, there is this movement where, you know, we're respecting our women and we don't want them to be degraded. It's good, but we have to take it a step further and look into the characteristics of those women. Do they merit that? Do they deserve it? Or are they wolves in sheep's clothing? Do they do they get upset when they're disrespected, but in turn disrespect black men and black people? You gotta look into it. When I look at um, Gail King, um, like I said, I'm, I'm I'm glad that she's on morning television. I'm glad she she heads uh, a news program, but also she works with two white men. I don't know how many people of color are in her newsroom work on set with her when I looked into with, to see who works at CBS this morning I didn't see a lot of I didn't see black men I didn't see a handful of people of color I can't confirm that that there are black people working with her and for her on that program I know that there's information presented to her by producers, by interns, because that's how news works. There are people that do research for you. I don't know the type of people those folks are. Maybe closet racists, Kobe haters, black men haters that are using their position, their closeness to have certain questions thrown into uh, a newscast. That can easily happen. And the general public would not know. 
It would not know. When you're watching a news program, when when there's something being presented, who else is behind the scene? Are there people that look like us there? Are they giving sound advice? Do they understand the market? Do they understand the audience? Do they have an interest of catering or reaching out to black folks? I've said this, you know, uh, in conversation. I'm saying this on this program. I've always liked CBS, but I've met people who who work for CBS and haven't said have have said to me that there aren't many people of color working there. There, there were times where I, I've, I've looked for opportunities there, and I, I can remember the first time I, I uh, in college where I wanted to, to get an internship. Qualified, uh, and I'll never forget this, the, the person I met with said, you've done more work than me. And I said, I know, but I, I, was, I didn't get the internship. I, did, I was more than qualified, but I didn't get it. I'm pretty sure that position probably went to some white kid with less experience. But probably made the, you know, made the people in that, in that office a, a bit more comfortable. You know, that's, that's the truth. You know, the reason why there's this whole diversity and inclusion is because in certain companies, there's not a lot of people of color. So if that's the case at CBS, then you have to. Gail King has to be, has to take a blunt of the blame until there are things that change, until she understands that she's around people who don't look like her and she's presenting information that, that, puts down people who who are of the same race as her you know her her um colleague charlie rose was accused of sexual misconduct and and he said excuse me she said that's that's still her friend she still talks to him if you still talk to him then, then why would you have an issue with Lisa Leslie being friends with Kobe Bryant? You're still friends, most likely, I believe, with Harvey Weinstein, just like Oprah is. If you can still be close to that person, then why would you have an issue? Why would you question Lisa Leslie? What are you trying to get across? What are you trying to put into people's heads? What tactic, what intention do you have? Because no one, no one is being questioned. I mean, I, I've seen so many white women talk about, you know, how they're still close to, to, to white men who've been removed from news channels. People like Matt Lauer. You don't find too many people who are, are going to badmouth Matt Lauer. 
David Letterman was was having a, having an affair with multiple staffers on his show when he was at CBS. He came on, he told a few jokes, and it went away. Tiger Woods nearly lost his career because of it. I'm sure Gail King knows that because it, it, it happened one you work for the same company Les Moonves her boss was removed from his position because of sexual misconduct she hasn't spoken out against that so when I say well maybe she is a bitch Maybe she doesn't fit that role of a black queen that that black community encourages that says all black women are queens. Maybe she doesn't fit that. Maybe she's not for us. She doesn't have she doesn't have the characteristics. Because we have to understand that. That just because Someone is black doesn't mean they're for us. The same could be said about Clarence Thomas. Republican, Catholic, on the Supreme Court. Married to a white woman. Black community doesn't like him. Says he's an Uncle Tom. Not the true meaning of Uncle Tom. But an Uncle Tom, someone who doesn't, who doesn't, who who caters to white folks, you know. But against black folks, they say that about him, you know, because his history shows that he's more in favor of white folks than black folks. So we know. There are people who, of course, they look like us, but they don't do work that benefits us. We shun them. He's not a businessman. He's not a billionaire. Maybe he's a millionaire. Who knows? He's not in the public spotlight like Oprah. But there was a time where Oprah Winfrey shunned Ludacris, shunned Ice Cube. She didn't want people like that on her show. She didn't want to be associated with rap music. Even though rap music tells the stories of things that are happening within the black community. You are assigned to labels that are run by white men who are probably running in the same circle as Oprah. Because they all know each other. I mean, money talks. It took, it took a lot of persuading and I'm pretty sure a lot of behind the scenes talk to change that. For her to sit down with Jay-Z and Marcy for to, to, to sit down with, with 50 Cent. It took a lot. 
I mean, objectively speaking, I can understand, you know, why she would feel a way. Because she, she probably doesn't want to see um, her people in that way, but it is what it is. It's it's a reality. If you if you can open a school in Africa, you know it's because of that those people are impoverished. You have to look at it. It's a truth. When you look at rap music, it's it's a truth. Maybe it's too glorified, but what's presented is the truth. You can't turn your eyes away from it. You're listening to It's a Man Thing. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe. This is episode 16. If episode 16, I'm talking about black women, black queens, and black bitches. Okay? we got to understand the difference. You know? The term black queen. So that we introduced it because to, we wanted to uplift our women. We were tired of them being degraded. black bitches um, popularized in, in, in rap culture but its origins are not rooted in rap culture black women have been degraded by white men since, since slavery they were ripped, ripped away from their, from their husbands and spouses and then raped by white men that's the truth that had a long-term effect on black relationships between black men and black women to the point where in certain black communities oftentimes black men and black women get together they'll have a child but they won't stay together they won't get married or if they do get married they'll, get, they'll separate because there are certain things that that are done to keep people apart that's the truth It happens. We know the crack era did the exact same thing. It destroyed families. That's the truth. People in positions of black women, in positions of power, I'm sure should understand that. It's not that, you know, people in the black community just decided to just degrade each other and hate each other. No, there was a plan to destroy our communities through drugs and violence. Some have found a way to overcome that situation. Some have used it in their favor. But there, there's, there's a group of people who are severely misinformed and don't understand that. And they can't be punished for that. You know, in, in rap culture, there are women who, who gladly accept their role as, as, as video girls or, you know, and there are certain women in, in the black community who have no issue with that. Education. Character. Can't say either is good or bad. can't say Oprah is a black queen because I'm sure she had to be forced to have that sit down with Jay-Z she had to say oh wow he's, he's getting a lot of money out here he's really popular out here 
Oh, he has Beyonce. He has Beyonce. Oh, now, now, now I have no choice. I have to talk to him. He's making all the right moves. I have to. Good move by whole by, by by locking down Beyonce. Because you never know, it probably would have placed her with a white man. Oh, some people some people will get offended by that. But it's a truth. Look into it. That happens. When when you're when you're really good at something, they they try to rip you away from your people. You know, but but Hove played his cards right and, and established the family. Did something good for, 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 for his people. Did something good for, for rap culture. But he said he's not going to stop saying the N-word. He says he knows the difference between uh, uh, a queen and a bitch. He rapped about it. He made the, the, the distinction. And that's the truth. There is a distinction. Now, when there is a distinction, that means it can still be said. And and if if you view that as a negative, understand that if you carry yourself in a certain manner, you will be placed in that category. What Gail King did in, in, her, in her line of questioning with, with another black woman, Lisa Leslie, placed her in that category not in a positive way not in a favorable way as in you know the way some women are in music videos but as a as a four-legged female just bad what what oprah was trying to do with with russell simmons put her in that category because with her voice with her power she can she can make a story about Weinstein. Make a story about um, one of these Kevin Spacey. And it will sell because her audience, all those mid middle, middle uh, America white folks, white women, they would watch what Oprah um, does. They like her programming. Her audience is not 100% black. She has a huge white audience that buy her products, that, that like what she does. She can make something about Kevin Spacey and it, it, it would generate a good response. It would, no matter the platform. And she knows that. If she, if she didn't know that, she, would, she wouldn't have partnered up with Wake Watchers. Her audience is not completely black. She has a worldwide audience. So she can make something about Kevin Spacey, who's done a large number of films that have done well in the box office. She can do something about him. She can do something about Charlie Rose because Charlie Rose has been on television for a long time. He was on PBS. He was on CBS. He was there because, you know, he had an audience. that It can be made about him. We can talk about Kev, um, Harvey Weinstein because he's been in the news for a very long time. People would want to watch that. So there's no excuse as to that Russell Simmons would generate ratings. So would Harvey Weinstein. Literally, he literally made movies. Hollywood blockbusters. Miramax was his company. He, he knows how, how to get people out there. That's why you were friends with him, Oprah. 
he knows how to make money so with with that knowledge that he's giving you i'm sure you can use that against him i'm sure you could have produced a documentary that would make a lot of money that would get a lot of people watching and understanding his story and his his character you could have done that didn't have to in terms of athletes let's look at Ben Roethlisberger been accused of rape twice in the era of the Me Too movement nothing has been said about him been accused of rape twice as far as I know nothing's been said We have to look into that. And you have to look at our women. How do they present themselves in these situations? Yes, it's understood that that women are harassed in the streets. Women are victims of sexual abuse. Unwanted sexual advances. That's the truth. But it's not only done by black men done by men and keep in mind there's a bigger truth there are women who lie about it for attention for money to further their career to get attention or just to ruin someone's character and you keep in mind that at the time when Kobe Bryant was accused of rape he was the cleanest athlete in sport. Tall, handsome, wife, family, no tattoos, just clean cut. Of course, there would be people that would want to bring him down. There would be people that would want to set him up for failure, to tarnish his image. If you look into that, I'm sure that's there. If you look into Bill Cosby, I'm sure that's there. Look into it. Because it's they're not saying the, the person that Bill Cosby presented himself as on television. They're not saying that he was he was unlike that. He still had a family. Still raised children. say well he 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 drugged women did he drug them or did he do drugs with them that question was never asked but we do know i mean even present day it's not only men that do drugs women do drugs too there are all sorts of drugs that are popping up on the scene you go to parties you go to events people are doing drugs you're you're in media you're in the spotlight Everywhere you go, people are doing drugs. Was he drugging them or was he doing drugs with them? You're listening to It's a Man Thing. I'm Jeff, my friends call me Hefe. In close, I think, you know, Gail King is a, she's not a bad woman. I think she made an error. 
had an error in judgment. She was unaware of how black people support her. Maybe it wasn't shown. Maybe she didn't feel appreciated by the black community. Maybe that's it. Because personally, I was happy to see her um, on TBS this morning. I watched on a few occasions. I'm, I'm a bigger fan of Laurie Stokes on uh, Fox, um, Fox Five. I am. It's the truth. But I, I was happy to see her. I remember when she she got the job. I was happy for her. I was glad that she was there. When when Nora O'Donnell was was removed and sent to to do the evening broadcast in place of Jeff Glor. And she was the she was gonna be the main woman. I was happy. She you know she got what she wanted. I heard they weren't they didn't really get along. She got to stay. I think it was good. I like seeing black women in positions of power and, and leadership and you know in journalism. I think it's a good thing. I think she's good at what she does. But she did make a a big error. I think Snoop Dogg did the right thing by apologizing because it, it, it could have gotten worse because Snoop has a huge fan base. You know, and when it, when, when, when it goes down, um, you know, when, when you're in a position where you got to pick sides, things can get ugly. And both Gail and Snoop, I'm sure, have very powerful friends things could get ugly so I think Snoop did the right thing by, by apologizing as a man he did it it feels in a sense like a loss but in reality he did do a good thing I'm concerned about how other people may try to, to bring him down even more because you know there are certain people when they smell blood they just attack I hope that's not the case I haven't seen the Red Table Talk but from the clip you know, it seemed a bit, but I hope that's not the case. I hope Gail learns from that. I hope she, she knows that, that she made a mistake. I hope she knows that um, there are people who, who really like her and support her who are not uh, in the suburbs, who are not in middle America, who are of color. Who, she has black men who, who watch her program. There are people that, that really support her. Maybe not in maybe she doesn't maybe not in a sense where her, her bank account gets larger. But you know, she does have support. And I hope she learns from that. And then in, in the future, things things uh, she does things a bit differently. You know, because in journalism, in news, we it's a truth that black people do not always get the best coverage. And when it comes to law, black people do not always get the best treatment. If you look into it, a black kid could, could go in and, and, and steal a knowledge and get sentenced to 10 years. And a white kid could, could go and, and shoot up a school and they say he has mental health issues, he'll get sent to a psych ward. And then get house arrest and he'll be free. These things happen. 
these things happen deer hunting is legal dog fighting is a crime but they're both animals they both bleed but there's there are laws that that make it okay to hunt deer to hunt rabbit to hunt bears but it's a crime to to fight dogs what's the difference they're all animals The only reason it's legal is because there are, there are white men in positions. They were able to make it a law that it's okay. And those same people said, no, well, this is, this is wrong. You can't do this. But a, an intense look at it and research, you'll, you'll know that you're still killing an animal for sport. We know that. Okay, black person like Michael Vick will, will, will do the jail time, and a person like uh, and a white person will go out deer hunting or bear hunting, and it's okay. So we know historically there are things that are not in favor of black people. So when you're in a position of leadership, or you're in a position of, in media, you have to be cautious because your white counterparts would do would be cautious in protecting their own. That's the truth. You're listening to It's a Man Thing. I'm Jeff. My friends call me Hefe. This has been episode 16. See you next time.